I think you should cry way more often and here's why. Welcome back to Human to Human. I am your host, Jessica McDonald, and today we're talking about crying. Yes, that's right. (laughs) I don't know why I started. Yes, that's right. So what, you know what's funny? I tried to record this earlier today, and then like 10 seconds in, I was like, I'm not feeling this. Like, I can't do this. And turns out I just needed to cry today. That's all that needed to happen. It's that simple. And crying is something that I think is looked down upon so much once you become an adult. And this all, this this podcast episode topic idea all came to be when I was vacuuming this morning and I was thinking about my therapy session I had a couple days ago because, you know, me always going to therapy and doing this off work, you know, and I cried in my therapy session and honestly, I cry in almost all of my therapy sessions, truly. Um, okay, no, that's not true. I'm being so exaggerative, exaggerative, exaggerating, but oftentimes I actually cry in therapy before I, when I don't expect to cry. A lot of the times I cry in therapy, I'm like, oh, I did not know that needed to come out. And a couple days ago, it's been a very emotional week for me. I, it's coming close to that time of month, if you know what I mean. Um, and I just get emotional. I feel like crying for me is something that really gets the, the, the tenseness in my body out. So I was thinking about how I was crying in my therapy session and I was like, oh, like, I don't like that I cried. Typically, best piece of advice I'm about to give you. If you do therapy or if you're going to start therapy, always put a tissue box. N- I do virtual therapy. So I just do it from home on my computer and I always put a tissue box next to my computer because you never know when those streamy babies are about to start streaming. So I had a bit of an idea that I would probably cry. So I was talking to her and after I started to tell her everything that was wrong and she, she said like, you know, like there's a lot going on, isn't there? And I was like, yeah, there is. And I started crying. And that's when I was thinking this morning and I was like, oh, like, I hate that I cried during my therapy session. And then I was like, why? And I was thinking about my therapist perspective. And then I was like, no, I feel like she definitely is like, how I would feel if slash when, because I might become a therapist one day, if I was a therapist, I would be like, so proud. Like when my patients cry, I'd be like, yes, they're working through it. They're getting it out. Like, I think that's actually such a positive thing to do and to feel as a therapist is like, yes, okay, good. We're getting to the root of something. And crying really shows you that there's something not right. It's like, it's like your body's way of saying, listen to me. There's something off. There's something going on. There's something I want you to listen to. There's something I want you to change. And that's why it's so good for us to cry. When we cry, it's a release. We let emotions go. And you know, when you get into bad mood sometimes, or just like are experiencing some sort of negativity and you think you're never going to get out of it, moods change all the time our moods change constantly sometimes i'm tired and i get confused if i'm sad and that's just because sometimes even moods feel similar and it's about the associations you make with them but when you allow yourself to cry you release the negativity and then it honestly usually only goes up from there because you've put all that tense 
shit in your body and put it out it's, it's out it's out it's out into the world it's out through your tears and it's like a physical response and I think when the crying ends it's like your body's like okay wait I'm actually safe now or I have clarity on what I need to do next and we don't get that if we don't cry and what I hate about our society is the way we just resist people crying when you become an adult it's like frowned upon my aunt had like a total meltdown at work one time and was so embarrassed and could not stop crying and you know what that says she's been holding a lot in for a long time probably weeks or months in the making and it all spilled out in this one huge breakdown and I think breakdowns when we really can't control ourselves and when we're like (gasps) and can't catch our breath is saying you have been accumulating these really unhealthy or just not unhealthy because there are just emotions that we naturally have but when you store it inside that's when it becomes unhealthy and it comes out in a burst and this is what I hate about society too is how we push put men down if they cry when sorry, last I checked, every gender is just as much human as the rest. We are all humans. No matter who you are, you should feel safe to cry. And there's just so much stigma around that. Whether you're a man or a woman, there's so much stigma around crying. And even my dad, he's like, oh, women cry so much. Oh, your mother would cry all the time when we were teenagers. And that's something that really makes you feel shame when you cry, which you should not feel because it's a normal human experience. Just like laughing. Oh my God. Like when you laugh, you are getting so much out that feels so good to release. You feel like so relieved and light after. When you cry, I feel like your body body typically does feel lighter after there's just so much heaviness we carry in our body sometimes and we need to tell our bodies i'm safe now i'm okay or i'm gonna help you i have your back and supporting yourself when you cry can be such a positive way of doing that for yourself and clearly you can tell i'm a bitch who likes to cry and that's okay and and i would get so down on myself about that and i try not to i remember being around family and getting really upset with something someone was doing and crying in front of everybody and then being like oh my god jess is crying like what a fucking baby and like come on have you not heard that like one of my friends even like she said that she would cry all the time when she was a kid and everyone started to put her down for it and that makes you a closed off person that makes you not want to be honest and vulnerable with people around you because if they shut down how you feel that just is such a shitty thing and can make you feel awful and make you feel really alone and not want to seek support when you need it or want it or when it could feel so much better which takes me to the thought that I often cry when it's triggered by someone, like a conversation, or I usually, I usually cry in front of people, unfortunately, and not alone. Sometimes I'll cry alone in my room, but even then, like, I cried alone in my room, like, a couple months ago, and I ended up calling a friend because I just, like, couldn't, it was one of those cries where I, like, literally couldn't stop crying. Well, I can give you a little hint what I was crying about. I'm a white person who has a lot of, you know, white privilege because, well, I have, I just simply have white privilege because I've been white my entire life and that holds a different place in society than other people which is really fucked up and I had a really really deep 
realization and understanding of this that I had never had before and really noticing how people are treated differently based on their skin color and I literally could not stop having a breakdown about this like I the tears would not stop and I was like (gasps) because I just felt so helpless too and luckily calling the friend did help in some ways and I just got new perspective and when you cry and when you feel pain for an experience that's when you know there's a lot of either like love there or care for something or a new understanding for something and that's why you should never resist the tears when you resist the tears honey like I said they're gonna come out later seriously do you want to have a breakdown at work or do you want to cry to your significant other at dinner maybe even in a restaurant. Oh my god, recently, my boyfriend and I, I fully, I was really intoxicated, to be fair, like, I had drank a substantial amount, we were at a really nice fancy dinner, and I just, like, had so much love that I needed to, like, express and, like, discussion about, like, a disagreement, not even a disagreement, but just, like, there was, there was some sad feelings involved, and I just got so passionate and was just, like, total tears streaming in a restaurant, and then I went to go to the bathroom, and our food came, and I think the waitress thought we broke up or something, and he was, like, she's just peeing, he's, like, you can't leave me stranded like that. Also, my brother and I, we went to a Post Malone concert. This is the last concert we ever went to pre-COVID. And him and I just had such a sibling heart to heart about everything that had been, there was some hard feelings going on with things in our family. And we also <laughs> were drinking and just sobbed and embraced. And the two other people we were with were like, guys, people are staring. And that's what's kind of fun and amazing about being drunk and crying is that like, you don't give a we did not care who saw us crying at all and I love that both of these instances were like with men in my life because I just I love it when they can be vulnerable and open up and like my heart breaks if I see one of them crying but it just also just brings me comfort in knowing I can hold space for them and let them work through what they're feeling because like my boyfriend holds space for me all the time crying I had like a week straight where I'm like I have cried with you on FaceTime so many times and like I feel awful and he was like you're so cute it's okay I love you and that's so important and such a beautiful thing this actually made me think of when you're fighting with someone specifically I had this experience with my brother when you're fighting with someone if you get to a point where it's really really enraged and you're yelling there are two ways you can fight I really recommend the second one. But the first one is you can yell and you can be angry. The second one is you can be vulnerable and you can cry. Listen to me now. Mad is sad's bodyguard. When you're mad, typically you're masking hurt and sad feelings deep down. So when you're fighting, you can either scream and be angry and the other person's going to get defensive and you're both just going to be like two walls banging into each other because no one's going to get anywhere. My brother and I did this one time and then what flipped the entire switch is I started crying and his whole facial expression changed, his whole experience changed and he softened and in seeing my pain, he softened because I was just upset and I was just hurt by something he did and when he didn't see me yelling and pointing and saying fuck you fuck you fuck you and just saw me cry and say I'm so hurt the entire 
fight change to a conversation to hugs to I'm so sorry to I want to hear you I want you to hear me I want us to be able to talk about our opinions and this comes back to how like I really often cry when I'm talking to someone like recently I was feeling really disconnected from my boyfriend because we do like long distance ish like someone invalidated my long distance experience recently and so that's why I say ish but it's long distance he does not live close to where I live um and I was about to like continue to justify myself and I'm like you don't need to justify your long distance Jessica you owe no one an explanation everybody listening you oh no you never need to justify yourself okay thank you very much anyway I was feeling very disconnected from him because my love language is physical touch and you don't get any of that when it's long fucking distance and we're on FaceTime and he knew something was wrong and just like tears start streaming because thinking about being vulnerable and allowing these really personal feelings to come out, I'm so scared of him rejecting them or making me feel invalid or telling me these feelings are dumb or not real or stupid love you so much because he never does that ever and he holds space for me and makes me feel very valid and that's what happened the tears started first and then I was able to be vulnerable for me it's kind of a way of like I guess like letting my wall down in my body being able to be like yep okay it's time you're safe you can open up um and none of these really honestly life-changing and relationship-forming bonding experience would happen unless this bitch started to stream some tears and that's okay and I am honestly proud of it because when you try not to cry you're trying to be quote-unquote strong for what for who it's just causing more of a distance between yourself and you and the person you're fighting with and I didn't realize how influential these moments were where my brother and I fought and then cried or cried in public together or I talked to my boyfriend and cried or crying in front of friends too. I've experienced so much support from them. Another really big one is when you're grieving and you cry with someone else who's grieving. You are sharing the pain together and seeing each other as the humans you are with the real emotions you have and that's something that made me actually hold grief for so long was not talking about it and not openly crying about it um when I was still feeling it you know after the initial shock of it all and it all comes down when months and months go on and that grief is still inside of you because it will be you're always going to carry it in some capacity when I wouldn't open up and end up crying about it it came out. Oh, this is a perfect example, guys. Are you ready? Wow, I didn't realize crying was so influential in my life. I was like, this is just like a fun episode I'm gonna do it now. I'm like telling you like the biggest moments I've cried in public in grade 10. In my photography class, I broke down and cried in front of everybody and it was about the person who had passed in my life and the grief that I had not worked through and I started crying in front of like 30, 15 year olds. It was like the thing that's so beautiful is it could have been so awkward but because of the environment that was created by my teacher and the artistic like beauty of my high school was everybody just if they didn't support me it wasn't known which was great and it was just clearly there was so much support and there was so much space being held for the really big emotions I had and I had just a huge awakening and and just like epiphany that I was like I've been holding really really big feelings that have been eating me away inside for so long and it's crazy I didn't think about this this event when I first thought about this episode because 
every time people kind of ask me about my journey and my story, it starts in that photography class when I cried in front of everybody and realized the grief I was holding. And that started the journey that really brings me here to being my authentic self and, and talking about this and talking about how important it is to have authentic connections with people and and really just stop hiding things and stopping doing things that are so negative for yourself because connection and do and, and experiencing connection through vulnerability is the biggest um just the biggest game changer you can feel in your life and the biggest thing that can pull you close to the people you love is being vulnerable and being vulnerable with all my classmates I don't think anyone well I was gonna say I don't think anyone will ever forget that but I'm sure people would but like I will never forget it it was really a really really profound moment and it was our first ever assignment it was the first time I ever took photography and it was our first ever assignment so it was like super early on (laughs) so love that continuing on about when someone resists your tears that is so much more about them and how they've been conditioned by society we're also conditioned by society so when someone puts you down for your tears or gets really weird about it or can't hold space for any negative feelings that you have or trying to fix it for you that says more about them and something they need to work through and that just might not be the best person for you to go to support to because that's that's just really it, 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 it I really it, it affects us so much but I hate that it does because I don't want it to be something that affects people's choices to cry in front of people because when you know when the feeling where you're suppressing tears it is like the worst feeling ever because it's just so suffocating and and it's so sad because we are taught that we should hold our shit together and act like we're okay and act like we're happy all the time I love when people I saw this I read this on Instagram actually it was about depression and they said depression is real what's not real is when someone tries to act okay all the time there you go just absorb absorb and also so I talked so much about crying in front of other people but crying alone is very very therapeutic as well I had a friend who always called she would get high a lot and when she would get a certain kind of high she called a sad high and there's a reason there's so many sad playlists I was pmsing the other day I'm like queen of tears when I'm pmsing aka me this week crying like every single day multiple times a day um but there and I found a playlist called pms and it's like game changer so good and search up like know your cry songs because sometimes when it's in us and we can't get it out like other people will be the thing that often triggers my tears but if I just want to cry alone hit up your sad playlist hit up the Spotify public sad cry playlist so incredible they can really trigger that it's so 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 helpful and all of this is just about getting shit out of your body releasing it getting it into the world and being able to like feel empowered by it and move on from it and not hold it inside holding all of those feelings inside is gonna fuck up your shit it's gonna fuck up your life in some ways and it's just not fun and so moving on from the negativity there's also such thing as happy tears and I think happy tears are also experienced less than sad tears obviously which makes sense I think happy tears are a very interesting experience I haven't had them too often but yesterday when I was crying to my boyfriend about feeling disconnected from him and then also crying um because I was PMSing and also crying so stressed and overtired and then I, and I was like switching between moods so much because I was just like very much going through it hormonally, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically. Anyway, I started crying because I was like, I just love you and like you help my life so much and like you help me like, you know, I feel more myself around you and I just started crying happy tears because I was just like so, so happy about his presence in my life and I think that is something that can be so profound as well and like I've had happy tears like watching a musical and just 
just being so immersed in the storyline and the experience and then they played this beautiful song it's once the musical is called once and the song that i cried to is falling slowly live music can just really bring out those emotions and these are the things that i genuinely live for i did not realize until recording this episode that these points of vulnerability in my life are the things that hold such immense immense joy and I'm so glad I made this episode because I did not expect to feel such a connection with the experience of crying but listen ladies and gents and everybody let your tears stream let your tears stream and if someone rejects your tears they're not team you and they can go fuck themselves. I think I should like end episodes like that going on from now on because if you listen to the episode I released about my yeast infection journey, I read like if I, if they're not team Jess, they can go fuck themselves and I had a friend repeat that to me recently and I was like, I love you so much. Yes, if they're not, fuck them. So thank you so much for listening. Cry. Have a good cry. Also, I forgot about this point too. I will watch movies that bring tears up for me. I will totally watch a sappy rom-com, The Fault in Our Stars. A lot of people, I, I think, would say, like, Titanic. Um, there's, like, I don't know. I'll post a list on my Instagram if I feel called to. But you know what your cry movies are. Marley and Me. Haven't watched that one in forever. But there's so many good movies that can, like, really make you cry. The last song. <laughs> I'm just gonna, like, keep dropping them. If I, if I, the last song is my favorite. Miley Cyrus, Liam Hemsworth. Spoiler alert. I'm about to spoil it. The dad gets cancer. So fucking sad. She breaks up with her boyfriend. So fucking sad. I love it. I'm obsessed. If you feel like crying and you feel like you need to get it out and you don't know how, just like watch a sad movie alone or like with someone you want to cry with. And it is such a good experience. I have such a good time doing it. It's such a release after. You feel like euphoric after. It is 10 out of 10 why I live this life and I'm in this world. It's for the feelings where you just really realize what's important. And when you cry, I think you really do realize what's important. So remember what's important. Have a nice cry tonight. Or don't. Do your thing. Release your emotions in ways that feels good. And I will be releasing an episode soon about how to get yourself out of a rut. Because it's November, bitches. It is the worst month out of the 12 months in the year, in my opinion. And crying can help you get out of a rut if you need to. And so will many other things. So stay tuned for that coming out. Pretty sure I'm posting every other week, but also try not to keep myself stuck on a schedule because life flows like our tears do. So let them flow and subscribe. Follow me at Human to Human Pod at Jessica J. McDonald. Thank you for coming to this short mini little episode and let me know what else you want to hear. Love you for being here. Love you for listening. Love you for hopefully staying in touch with your emotions and crying when you need to. Okay, love you. Bye. Wow, I said love you like a million times. Anyway, see you soon.